and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you all are having a blessed day today. As always, we're staying busy down here at Health Masters. And again, we get a lot of phone calls and customers calling up asking questions about different things that are going on. And we appreciate everybody that calls us up, that contacts us. We really do like the opportunity to try to help people the best we can. And what's interesting, I we had a phone call from a very good customer yesterday, reputable customer. I know him. Steve knows him. And if you guys saw today, Pfizer now has applied for emergency authorization from the FDA to get the COVID-19 vaccine rolled out in December. Okay, this is this Daily Mail UK has put this out. Numerous other mainstream websites have talked about this now. Pfizer is formally applying for emergency authorization from the FDA to get the COVID-19 vaccine out in hospitals immediately. Now, here's what's interesting about this. We had a phone call yesterday from, like I said, this is one of our good customers, very reputable. He's a doctor up in Tennessee. Um, I'm not going to give the hospital any specifics. You guys know I don't give names, but I do know this guy. Steve knows this guy. He's been vetted numerous times. Very good customer. He said they were informed this week in their hospital that they have inbound already 295 vials of the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine, and it's coming in two doses, 0.3 and 0.5. 0.5 will be the booster shot. Now, what's interesting about this is he said the AMA already has assigned codes for use and tracking as far as monitoring inventory on these vaccines, and that Tennessee is one of four pilot test states that Pfizer will be running this vaccine in. Now. What's interesting about this, and like I said, I, I trust this guy pretty strongly. I know his background. He's been a customer for a very long time. This isn't some fly-by-wire guy that just popped up and called us up out of nowhere. What's interesting about this is that they're trying to act like they haven't already rolled this stuff out and coming out with news and saying, Pfizer's going to apply for FDA approval. They're going to get FDA approval. Here's why I'm bringing this up right now. We're being completely and totally lied to about this vaccine. This vaccine has already been produced. Pfizer even came out and spilled the beans with that, what, I think four or six weeks ago. It said the vaccine's already in production. They're just waiting for approval so they can roll it out. FDA has no say, even as compromised as FDA is on this. I'm letting you guys right now. FDA has no say in this. FDA is just going to be essentially a big rubber stamp that's going to approve it whenever they want to release it to the public. At a specific time, they want to release that info to the public. This doctor's told me specifically we have vials coming in to the hospital in the amount of 295. They're already dosed, they're already coded, and they're already set to be rolled out. And they said the hospital has not mandated them so far, pretty much because it's kind of off the record. Nobody really knows what's going on with this yet. But it's highly probable, in my opinion, that once the FDA gets the approval on this to Pfizer, that they're going to come out with it and they're going to say, okay, by the way, this stuff is good to go now. Everybody should get a shot. You need to get your vaccine. And what's ironic, even Fauci coming out now saying that we're going to have to social distance and wear masks, even after this vaccine is basically rolled out, which is just 
doesn't even make sense to me. You guys, you heard him say that a week ago. Now, it's also interesting, the more we keep doing research into this uh, aspect of what they're doing with this vaccine, Dad already explained to you the aborted uh, tissue from lung, basically the aborted fetus that they took the lung tissue from that they're using this vaccine. Now we're finding out more now with the recumbent aspect. They're also using the human, where is it at here, the HEK293 is also in it, which if you look it up, it also derives from human embryonic kidney cells, so it's a different human cell line than the lung tissue, and that's also in this COVID-19 vaccine. And they're also saying here now, from what we're researching, that as the AZD1222, which we find is a weakened and non-replicating version of the common cold taken from chimpanzees, which has been engineered to contain instructions for creating the spike protein of the SARS-CoV-2 via the RNA aspect. So this whole vaccine is becoming more and more Frankenstein. So we know it has aborted fetal tissue from lung cells. We know it now has human embryonic kidney cells from another aborted tissue. And now we know it basically has a common cold that is weakened, non-replicating version taken from chimpanzees, basically with the RNA aspect to spike the SARS impact on the body. The more we're finding out about this stuff, and I'm just going to be real blunt, you got to be a blithering idiot to take this vaccine. I'm telling you that right now. This is some weird stuff. It's some nasty stuff. And the fact that it has to be kept at negative 94 degrees Fahrenheit before all the time, and you can basically open it up twice a day to let the bull vial out so you can administer it, this is some really, really raunchy stuff, Dad. But just I want to give everybody a heads up, like I said, from my source on this. These vaccines have already been en route, and they're being distributed next week. FDA approval for emergency doesn't mean anything. It's essentially just paperwork now. They're planning on rolling this thing out full tilt before the end of the year, Dad. What do you think? Well, the reality is often this is not going to get any better. I mean, this, this has been, this, this vaccine was developed by Israel. They admitted it. They told us they had it back in February. Uh, he was, here, he, here's even an article right here from uh, March the 3rd. I'm going to post it back on the website. And this is like, you know, right after they admitted it in February, Israeli scientists have developed coronavirus vaccine. This development process have requires a series of tests and basically science in Israel are expected to announce in the coming days they have completed this. This is, this is from seven, eight months ago, guys. And so this, this vaccine, this pandemic, and remember, and I, the reason I bring Israel up, don't get me wrong, they've got some really brilliant scientists there. I'm not even picking on them about that. And they've got some of the state-of-the-art equipment, you know, in the world as far as research and development. Uh, but they also are controlled by the Kabbalists. I mean, Rothschilds are Kabbalists, and Rothschilds' fiefdom is Israel. And so all of this stuff is all tied together that nobody wants to talk about any of this stuff. You think, well, it's not always Israel's fault. No, it's not always Israel's fault. But what it is is that we've got a worldwide organized crime network that basically slings drugs all over the world, from Afghanistan to India to Pakistan. They're all basically included in the manufacturing and the distribution of these drugs and this is what we have. And, you know, we've got these mafioso groups, Italian mafia, the Russian mafia, the Chinese mafia, the Israeli mafia. All these different mafioso groups work together in organized crime networks to distribute the drugs 
into bringing the drugs out of Afghanistan on C-130 transport planes, all out of you know through, through the Air Force. And and the problem is is that we all know this because we saw what happened with Iran Contra and with Reagan and with Jimmy Carter and all the stuff that happened with you know Bill Clinton when he was in Arkansas and all the drugs that were slung out of Arkansas, out of Mena, Arkansas, run by the CIA. So we can't like pretend like we don't know about it because we know it happened because. They went to Shanghai Check in China back in the 40s and found out how he was carrying a one million man army. And they found out it was because they were selling opium to the population and they were basically slinging drugs. And our CIA justifies this by saying that, oh, they're going to use the drugs anyhow. We might as well make money on it and control the distribution. Like, what? See, this is where we are. And now we have this group of people saying, hey, we've got a COVID vaccine. And, and you got to ask yourself a question. You know, Dr. Judy Mikovits came out a few months ago. She started talking about how dangerous the COVID vaccine was going to be. And she said it could kill up to 50 million Americans over the next 40 years. And now the versions being released by Pfizer Moderna require storage at 70 degrees below zero. And, you know, the reality is this. You know, the Children's Health Defense Act with, with, with Kennedy, he explained in an August 6th article that the mRNA vaccine undergoing the clinical trials and Moderna trials rely on a nanoparticle-based carrier system containing a synthetic chemical called polyethylene glycol. kind of sounds like antifreeze to me. And the use of polyethylene glycol in drugs and vaccines is increasingly controversial due to the well-documented incidents of adverse effects and also anaphylactic shock. You have your heart, you have a heart attack. Roughly 7 in 10 Americans may already be sensitized to PEG and may reduce result in a reduced efficacy of the vaccine. Now, this PEG-containing MRA vaccine, if it gets FDA approval, which it will, I guarantee you that will happen because FDA is totally corrupt, the uptick in exposure to the PEG will be unprecedented and potentially disastrous. Moderna documents and publications indicate that the company is well aware of safety risks associated with this. Lipid nanoparticles cause hyperinflammatory response to the body. This is called the cytokine storm, guys which can cause your lungs to fill with fluid, your brain to swell, and everything else, leading to severe reactions, hospitalizations, and death. These nanoparticles are using vaccines. Why? Because they encapsulate the RNA construct to protect them from degradation and promote cellular uptake. In other words, it's easier to rewrite your DNA and change your body into something else by doing this. In addition to that, they rev up the immune system, a property the vaccine scientists tamely describe as inherent adjuvant properties you know, like squalene and all these other chemicals and aborted fetal cells in other words these adjuvants are designed to cause hyperinflammatory responses we've talked about this so many times on the show this is called creates a cytokine storm according to the recent vaccine trial conducted by Moderna 100% of the human subjects in the high dose vaccine group experienced adverse reactions I'm going to repeat that 100% every single person in the high-dose vaccine group experience adverse reactions. So why are Moderna Pfizer using an RNA messenger? They want to reprogram humans' DNA. This is all Kabbalah, guys, as an experiment to see what happens to our children, our progeny. Critics in the UK say side effect is sterilization, which is good for the powers that ought not to be because they want to rid the planet of 6 billion people. In other words, it's eugenics. It's to sterilize everybody. These new vaccines are in an entirely new class by themselves. They're known as messenger RNA vaccines, and they work by hijacking the protein-making machinery in your cells. While Moderna was finishing up its phase one trial, okay, this is all brought to you via the Kabbalists out of Israel, the Independent wrote about the vaccine and described it in this way. 
It used a sequence of genetic RNA material produced in a lab that, when injected into your body, must invade your cells and hijack your cells' protein-making machinery called ribosomes to produce its viral components that subsequently train your immune system to fight the virus. What? In this case, this product is programmed to make your cells produce the coronavirus, infamous coronavirus spike protein that gives the virus its crown-like appearance. You know, corona is a crown in Latin, which is named basically by the independent, the end update. Now, what's interesting about this, in the Kabbalah tree, the satanic tree, where the giant snake is wrapped around, on top of the tree is a crown. Oh, yeah, can't make this stuff up. So we have a crowned tree serpent god called Einsoth, who basically, and I speak with God as a little g, as a fake god, as a fallen angel that looks like a snake to these guys running this whole show. The AstraZeneca vaccine does not require minus 70 degree storage and transport facilities because they're not using mRNA for reprogramming the human body, but they are using fetus cells as an adjuvant. The adjuvant helps the vaccine to develop a heightened immune response. You're injecting a dead baby into yourself, guys. In this case, they are using the MRC5, which is from the lung tissue of an aborted 14-week-old Caucasian male, which we've talked about. Adjuvants stir up your immune system. American children have so many vaccine injuries by this time that by the time they're over 21, over half have diseases and syndromes that no one had seen in these numbers before the 60s when the big pharma started rolling out the vaccines. And repeat that. American children have so many vaccine injuries by the time they're 21 that over half of them have diseases and syndromes caused by the vaccines. But yet, that's not enough. They're going to put more and more and more vaccines into you. Now, I'm reading it from an article that's really, really good, and it's uh, called um, The Vaccines Are Worse Than Dr. Mikovic Saw It. I'm going to post this on the website so you guys can read through the entire article. But that's how bad this stuff is, guys. This is some kind of game. And again, we have this election going on right now, this whatever you want to call this mess, and all the obfuscation that goes along with it to basically you know, bring us this, you know, new, you know, group of people into the White House, which are always, this, you know, remember the old song by the Who, you know, you know, you know, new revolution, you know, it's just meet the old boss, same as the new old boss, new, meet the new boss, same as the old boss. That's where we are. Now, just to give you a little bit of the other side news that's being pushed into the other alt media, I'm not betting this on the show today. I'm telling you, this is what they're saying. This is, this is, now part of it's true. On Wednesday, the new acting Secretary of Defense, Chris Miller, announced that he's directed the special operations civilian leadership to report directly to him instead of bureaucratic channels. Special Operations Command will thereby evade the warmongering corrupt elements within the Pentagon, which are basically controlled through the Kabbalists again, and to report directly to him in the White House. Miller replaced the swampy globalist Mark Esper, by the way, who's absolutely horrible, who was fired last week. But why didn't Trump fire Mark Esper? a long time ago. That's what I don't understand. Also present at this press concert was the elusive 34-year-old Ezra Cohen Watnick, newly elevated as the Undersecretary of Defense, which he is, for intelligence, who basically believes that uh, he, that Prather may be a guy behind Q. Now, all of this stuff, guys, gets really weird and talks about the Dominion voters out of Germany. You know, on the same topic, the journalist Paul Ferber has been a source on this web, on the in alternative news, I basically tweeted. He said, "I asked him whether the CIA were running the Dominion vote servers out of Germany, and he says yes. The CIA and elements of the CCP. Well, in the meantime, 
Super Lawyer Lynn, Super Lawyer Lynn Wood, representing the Trump campaign in several states, told the radio host Howie Carr that evidence will be put out. There is a concerted effort to steal our government, our freedom in the process. The, the record will show that they themselves have murdered many people in the United States, and these people are despicable and they're criminals. So all of this stuff is happening right now, and we're all being caught up in all this election stuff. Now, don't get me wrong. I personally believe that the cabals control both sides of the aisle in Congress because they've blackmailed so many people with children, pedophilia, with drugs, for improper campaign contributions, all of this stuff. And because we have 60 dual citizens in Congress and the Senate who basically control legislation on both sides of the aisle, depending on how they vote. So all of this stuff is happening right now as we speak. But in the meantime, they're bringing out a human RNA DNA changing vaccine that has dead babies in it that we're supposed to happily take. Some people are saying that they're having to try to get this stuff put in as quickly as they can and force as many people to take it as quickly as they can because they don't want the general population to see the side effects. Well, if they already have 100% side effects, severe side effects with a high-dose group, what do you think is going to happen to the general population? It's going to be a bloodletting if this stuff gets out and people start finding out about it. That's why they want to inject you as quickly as they possibly can. And I will say this. There are so many sheeple out there right now that are wearing masks that are basically licking the boot of their overlords. You know, Candace, Candace Owen said it so succinctly the other day. She said, I'm going to paraphrase her. She said, basically, they're now in love with their masters, and they do whatever they're told to do because they're so programmed. And that's where we find ourselves. We find ourselves in a country that's unwilling to resist even masks. Guys, the mask mandate should have been a big, we're not going to do this to start with, like you know we've done on this show and Austin's done and Sharon's done and I've done. But that was a simple thing to say no to. You know, A new study out of Israel, again, basically says that they can actually lengthen telomeres by increasing oxygen in adults and reversing the aging process they're claiming using hyperbaric oxygen and increasing the O2 levels in humans over a period of like 90 minutes a day for like six weeks. Okay, So in other words, they're reversing the aging process by extreme excess and lengthening the telomeres. Here's the crazy part about all that. If you will reverse the aging process by increasing the oxygen levels and oxygen density to humans, what do you think masks are doing? They're going to accelerate the aging process. They're going to make you a lot older, a lot faster, because your body has to have O2 to basically correct and fix cellular groups in the body that work to maintain the aging process and keep it slow and also help prevent heart disease, diabetes, and cancer and other degenerative diseases. And we're going to have a whole group of children now that are going to have impaired brain function and lowered IQ levels because they've strapped an N95 mask to them when they're in the crib. This is insanity. The whole thing's just stupid. But yet, here we are. So will the American people rise up against this tyranny, this level of just absolute nonsense? I don't know. When I go to Walmart, I don't think so. I really don't think so. You know, when I go to the gas pumps, you know, and people wear masks at the gas pumps outside with no mask mandate in Florida. My God, I don't think so. I told you that story a couple months ago. When I went to Sam's Club to get some gas, and sure enough, there's this lady out there like wearing a hazmat suit. And I'm like, what the heck? So will we find a way to wake the American population up before it's too late? I don't know. What do you think, Austin? 
Well, we're going to keep doing the best we can with it. There's no doubt about it. And, and one thing, and this is, again, this is just a theory on my part and a few other people basically share, share the same idea. One aspect that they may be trying to do to roll out this vaccine so swiftly and discreetly and covertly is the reasoning is because they want to try to get as many people injected with it as quickly as possible because there's a high probability what they're going to do. We've, we've already seen this from previous years with side effects and children and how a child can go in, get his seven immunizations when he's 18 months old, can get deathly ill a few days later, and the pediatricians and doctors go, oh, no, 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 that, that was not vaccine-related at all. That was just coincidence that he happened to come down with a massive fever and he's having seizures and he's got brain swelling. That's just random, completely random, had nothing to do with the vaccine. We've already watched them do that. I've got personal stories of people I know that have had that happen. How do we know when this vaccine gets injected and people start having severe side effects a few days in, a few weeks in, a few months in, we don't know what it's going to do, that they're going to even admit any of it, much less cover it, and simply just go, dude, we got a whole other wave of mutated COVID, basically, people that are coming out That's now. Right. We don't know what's happened. The, the COVID's mutated. The vaccine's not working as well as it needs to, but you still need to get it because it's still going to protect you some. We already know the media literally lies about everything now. We've seen that with this election. If there has not been a more clear-cut example of how completely and totally corrupt the media is and how they absolutely do not tell us anything that's truthful, when they're going out now and they say, oh, Biden won the election, it's not even over. Oh, we're going to stop counting ballots now at midnight on the night of the election. Oh, it doesn't matter. Trump didn't win this state. He didn't win Florida. He didn't win this state. He didn't win this state. And you're looking at it, and the numbers are hundreds of thousands in the lead. And again, we know what the agenda is, but we now know that all of the mainstream media is completely corrupt. For example, as well, the same individuals that are telling everybody that Biden won and there is no election fraud and anybody that says election fraud is fake news and that nobody can say anything about the election whatsoever now. And it's a full-blown muzzle on mainstream media. They're the same people that tell us you have to wear a mask. You have to wear a mask to stop the spread. Well, there's a study now that just got released Wednesday night that slapped all of them in the face. This has been a study that's been going on for months, earlier, 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 at the beginning levels of the alleged pandemic. And this is out of Denmark. And this is the Denmark RCT study. And it was, it was a randomized controlled study published on Wednesday in the Annals of Internal Medicine that found that the COVID infection rates were nearly the same among those who were told to wear masks and those who were not. They go on to say, and I quote, our trial of more than 6,000 participants here in Denmark found similar rates of COVID infection in those who did and those who did not receive a recommendation to wear a surgical face mask when outside the home, said Henning Bungard, the study's lead author and University of Copenhagen. She goes on to say, what we should take away is that, or excuse me, this is another individual 
that is reporting on the study as well now. This is Alex Bernson, author of Unreported Truths About COVID-19 and Lockdown. And she goes on to say, what we should take away from the study is that masks are basically useless as a protective measure against COVID. There's no evidence that masks protect the wearer. Now, what's ironic about this is the results flew in the face of the CDC, who said for the first time in a scientific bulletin on November 10th, if you guys remember this from last week, they then they now came out now and changed the entire script and said, well, wearing masks may protect the user now, so you need to wear them. They, they go back and forth, and again, this is psychological warfare. Now, what's interesting about this in this Danish mask study is the people that were done in this study, this control study, were given 50 free and high-quality masks to use and instructions on how to use them. So the control group that was using masks, this wasn't just some, hey, guess what, guys, go put a net gator on and go on your daily lives in our study here, but just, you know, pull a, a handkerchief over your face. These guys were pretty much told to follow the guidelines in the controlled study very strictly, and they were given high-quality masks. They were completely free. They told them to wear them all the time when they went out in public settings, and they were instructed on how to use them, how to handle them, and how to dispose of them. So now you have though, the study that blatantly comes out and says there's really no significant difference on those who wore a surgical face mask and those who did not in the COVID infection rate. This right here is a bombshell. This should be dropped on Fauci's head, literally. Anybody that argues with you now and says, masks are here to protect you, you need to wear your mask because it protects you, they're completely and totally living in loony land. They need to go hang out with Alice and figure out where they're going to go down the next rabbit hole of lies because that's exactly what they're doing. They're buying complete and total crap. This study proves it. I've said it for months. There's no significant research that shows that these masks protect against viruses. Harrison, my younger brother who's in law school, wrote multiple articles on masks that are on our website at Health Masters that have been well-documented from research going back for almost a decade on different types of studies involving N95 masks as well and the flu and other viral spreading, and they have shown the exact same thing. The masks do not protect you against the virus. This is all about compliance. And this is why I have been yelling from the rooftops for months and months and months and months. Take off the stinking mask. It's designed to do one thing, to train you into believing that somebody has the right to tell you you have to do something against your will and you have to reduce your oxygen. Even though it's not healthy for you, you have to do it because you're told to do it. That is what this entire thing boils down to. It's about compliance, compliance, compliance. Next, when they go, listen, you need to take this vaccine because it'll protect you. You just need to do it. Remember how you wear masks because it's for your protection? You need to take the vaccine now because it's for your protection. You just need to do it. You don't need to argue. You just need to do it and be compliant. Kind of like how Fauci said, it doesn't matter. Even when you get your vaccine, you still need a social distance and you need to wear a mask. Well, my response to that is, why on God's green earth are you possibly going to even take the vaccine? If they're telling you you've got to wear a mask, you've got to social distance, and you've got to lock down, even when you get the vaccine, how about you just don't get the vaccine? 
newsflash. <laughs> but so there you have it, guys. And I'll post a link to the article on the website if you guys have not already seen the Denmark RCT study on mask. But this, and it was funny now. It's one of the researchers in there. It's now come out now. And they said, well, you guys, though, should probably still wear a mask just in case because they have gotten massive backlash from this study. And what's ironic is this study was done back in, I think, April and May of this year. Now, why it took so long to release this study, I have a feeling is that they have massively tried to restrict this study from coming out because they do not want people reading it, they don't want people hearing it, and they want people to go back to sleep, put on your face diaper, don't make any issues, be compliant, and get your vaccine when we tell you to get some. But this is exactly what's going on, my friends, and this is why I have continued to encourage everybody, please, please, please stand your ground with this stuff because the mask are the easy things to resist. Once this thing escalates and they start doing mandated vaccines to go to the grocery store and mandated vaccines to be able to fly on a plane or fly on a train, fly on a train, ride on a train, it's going to take it to a whole nother level of civil disobedience that you're going to have to step into. And I'm afraid that most Americans are not willing and ready to handle that level of conflict on a regular basis. I know how much conflict Ted and me and mom and Lana and all my other friends deal with on a regular basis with these doggone masks. And this is just a mask argument. Literally, this is just a mask argument. Wait till if they start pushing in mandated vaccines to enter the grocery store or you have to have your COVID pass to basically renew your driver's license. That's where it's going to go if people don't start standing their ground right now and making a point. It's funny, Florida now is becoming like the go-to place in the entire country. Everybody's coming to Florida. I mean, I'm getting emails, the social media. Everybody's like, hey, we're coming down to visit Florida. We're locked down again. And I'm like, why is everybody coming to Florida? <laughs> it was kind of a joke yesterday, but now I'm like, okay, we don't need any more people down here. Except, I mean, I get it. Nobody wants to be locked down anymore. Everybody's sick of it. I just got reports yesterday that the Mr. Olympia bodybuilding contest, if you guys have seen that, you know, I used to compete back in the day. So did Dad. So that's always been a very prestigious bodybuilding show, pro show, and I've never been to it before. I've always wanted to go, but it's always out in Vegas, and it's always just it's a weird time of the year. And here's the irony. It was in Vegas. It was at the convention center, and Las Vegas now, Nevada, actually the whole state, the governor came in and started doing more restrictions and saying that they can only be at 25% capacity. So the individuals that run the Mr. Olympia contest literally at the last second have now said, okay, guys, guess what? We're moving our entire venue from Las Vegas, and we're holding it at the Orange County Convention Center in Orlando, Florida, at the end of December now, because Nevada has turned into such an absolute ridiculous place to try to operate business. So Florida, in the meantime, is getting a massive amount of uh, people down here, which is increasing our economy, and we're actually back booming again down here in Florida for the most part. It's become quite interesting to see this. So we're going to see how this plays out, and I'm sure the mainstream media is going to have a field day over the next couple weeks because they're going to say, Florida's going to be a hot spot. The cases are rising. Florida needs to lock down again. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know what to do with myself, so I just come up with random lies in the mainstream media. That's what I'm going to do now. That's pretty much what we hear all the time. So again, this is what's happening. This is what people need to realize, and this is why it's so important you continue to stand up for your rights in your state the best you can, Dad. Yeah, you know, awesome. By the way, that was that was funny. Your little voice there for a second. I was laughing. I just thought I'd mention that. But I mean, you got to think through this for one second here. 
I mean, you've got all of these Trumpies and Trumpets, okay? Of which I used to be one when he ran four years ago. I have, I will admit that. And in fact, we had a huge sign in my yard that, you know, it said Trump, put it behind a fence so that people couldn't tear it down because I've had other signs stolen. And, and what's interesting about this is, you know, as I began to realize what was going on with Donald Trump, I started pulling away my support. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't like Biden either. You know, I'm not going to pretend like I'm some big, you know, whatever supporter of either one of these parties because I'm not. But what was interesting about this is, is that, you know, how do we know that, you know, this vaccine is going to be released next month? And Donald Trump's the one pushing it. He's pushing it hard, 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 hard. We did it. We done it in my administration. Get your vaccine as quick as you can. And there'll be millions of people, millions, that will run to the doctor because Donald Trump told them to and get shot up. I'm just going to mention that, okay? He's the same guy who said that he was going to have vaccines investigated when he came into office because of all these children coming down with autism. He actually said that. And yet now he's pushing the vaccines, including the vaccines with the fetal cells in them. I mean, this is where we are right now. So we got to ask ourselves a question. You know, Chuck Baldwin, a lot of you guys like him, a lot of you don't. I like him. Chuck's a friend of mine. I can't even get on his website anymore. It's been down for days. In fact, I just sent him an email and said, man, your site's still down. I mean, all the links, everything are down. Now, Chuck came out with a list of CFR members and Bilderberg attendees that Chuck has, that, that, that Trump has worked with and appointed in his administration. And basically that list is no longer even available on Chuck's website. I can't even get on his website at all, but some people have made copies of it and have posted it. So I posted it on our website again on our new site. But let me give you some information here. This is just some of the people he's put into his group. Barbara Barrett, Secretary of the Air Force, CFR member. David Bohegan, Executive Vice President of the Overseas Private Investment Corporation, CFR member. John Bolton, CFR member. Dan Grulet, Secretary of Energy, individual CFR member. Elaine Kao, United States Secretary of Transportation, CFR member. Now, I'm going to stop for one second. This CFR, Council on Foreign Relations member, it's a group that was developed after World War One, after the fail of the League of Nations by the Rothschild banking cartel to bring in a new world order and a one world government. These people are dedicated to that. And these are the appointees that are CFR members that Trump has put in. Richard Claria, Vice Chairman of the Federal Reserve, CFR member. Jay Clayton, Chair of the Securities Exchange Commission, CFR member. Gary Cohn, Director of the National Economic Council, CFR member. Paul DeBar, Undersecretary of Energy for Science, CFR member. Jamie Dimon, I don't know why anybody would put Jamie Dimon for anything. He's a complete total career criminal, member of Strategic and Policy Forum, CFR member. Jim Donovan, Treasury Secretary, CFR member. Mark T. Esper, Acting Secretary of Defense, Secretary of the Army, CFR member. There you go. Larry Fink, Member of Strategic and Policy Forum, CFR member. Christopher A. Ford, Assistant Secretary for International Security and Nonproliferation, CFR member. James Gilmore, United States Ambassador to the Organization of Security and Cooperation, CFR member. Lisa Gordon, Neil Gorsh, Harry Harris, Vice Admiral Robert S. Harward, Kevin Hassett, Robert Wood, Kenneth Juster, Robert Kudlek, Lawrence DeCudlow, Jared Kushner, Senior Advisor to the President, Bilderberger Tendee, David Christopher Landau, Ambassador to Mexico, Robert Lightsauer, United States Trade Representative. This list, guys, goes on and on and on. I'm going to stop reading it. You can go ahead and read it yourself. These are the folks that Donald Trump has surrounded himself with. 
So you got to ask yourself a question. What the heck? That's, that's the question. <laughs> this is crazy that we're in the middle of this. Elliot Abrams, special envoy to Venezuela, CFR member. And go, this goes on and on and on and on and on. So this is not draining the swamp, swamp newsflash. So watch the news. Okay, I'm telling you that Donald Trump won the election in a landslide. I told you that would happen. And I also told you that whoever they want to be president, whoever the Kabbalists want to be president, are going to be, is going to be president. And that's who runs the planet. These are the boys who took down Building 7 on 9-11. Took down the Trade Towers on 9-11. This is that group. The group that started World War One. The group that started World War Two. The group that started the Korean War. The group that started the Vietnam War. The group that, oh yeah, that group. They're the ones. This is it. Tied together with organized crime. So, go ahead and read the stuff and understand what's going on both sides of the news. But then remember who runs it. Who runs it all. So it doesn't make any difference from a who runs the planet standpoint on who wins this election because they still run both sides of the political aisles. As Otto Kahn said in his 1920 interview in which he said they control both sides, the Republicans and the Democrats, and they hold the earth by its axis to determine the outcome. So this is where we find ourselves right now. We have the ability, because of all media, to go in and do all of this research. We say, but wait a minute, isn't this the same group that did this? Isn't this the same group? Now, the left now is being warned not to plot punishment for Trump supporters. Oh, yeah, Ronald Reagan biographer Craig Shirley has a message for Representative Alexandra, the low-life weirdo Cortez with those crazy eyes, and other progressive activists threatening to punish Donald Trump's backers for their political views. Tortious interference has been a law since before the Constitution. It is illegal and has been for years for a third party to interfere with the legal commerce between one party and another, Shirley told the Epic Times on November the 19th. If she is responsible for even one person in the United States not getting a job or getting fired, and the boss says, I'm not hiring you because of what AOC said, or I'm not hiring you because of your politics, she had committed tortious interference has opened herself to massive, massive litigation. Shirley was referring to the socialist New York congresswoman who was dubbed AOC by the media when she came out of nowhere. Basically, she answered a help wanted ad, and she was basically a bartender. Now, there's nothing wrong with being a bartender to basically run for congresswoman. And she defeated Representative Joe Crowley in the Democratic primary in 2018. So, all of these people now are saying that the United States, the 70 million people who voted for Trump, are dangerous and that they have to be fixed. Fixed? What do you mean fixed? Well, they have to come in now and they've got to go through training to make sure that they don't do this again. This is what they call the denazification of Germany after World War II. And there were different lists. And there were a whole bunch of troops that were on the bad list, and they figured they couldn't be denazified. And so Eisenhower locked them up behind barbed wire and allowed millions of them to starve to death. Many others were taken away and disappeared and killed. Others basically went through the denazification process and were, quote-unquote, reprogrammed. Now you think, are they really planning? Guys, listen to me for a second. The same group of people that were controlling the United States and put the Germans through the denazification program 
are the same group of people right now that are telling us that we need to be denazified and detrumped. They've allowed us to basically wake up is what they've done. (laughs) And we don't want to go back to sleep again. And we don't want to take vaccines. And we don't want to wear a mask. And we don't want to be compliant and have a boot put on our neck and be told to lick the boot. We're saying, no, we don't want to go there. We don't want to do this. And now we're the problem because we're the constitutionalists. And we're the ones that want our government to be free, to have it a voice of the people. See, the thing that these guys in Washington, D.C. don't get, this is a big thing, and we've lost this as a people. These people who run the government are hirelings. They work for us. We've hired them to go to Congress or go to the Senate or to be president or to be whatever. We, the people, have spoken and put them in the office, but because of special interest groups, because of lobbying groups, because of the huge amounts of money it takes to run for Congress, etc., these people end up staying in there for 20, 30, 40 years, and they feel as though they're above us. They can do whatever they want to do, and we have no say-so in it. They all need to be fired, quite frankly. You know, almost all of these appointees, especially all the ones from the CFR, need to be terminated, all of them. And, and all of these people in Congress need to be rotated out. Same thing with the doggone judiciary. It all needs to be cleaned out. We need to go back and do a reset button on the government of the United States. That's what we need to do and put constitutionalists in power. That'll change this. And that'll get the boot of the Rothschild banking cartel that runs the Federal Reserve Bank, which has enslaved the United States to debt. It'll get them out of our hair, too, and be done with these clowns. And, and this is the problem we've run to. Now, Candace Owens made one more comment. I love this. It says, she's not sorry for trashing Harry Styles' manhood. Now, Harry Styles is a Hollywood guy, and he basically showed up the other day on a, on a cover of a magazine on Vogue uh, wearing a ball gown and a custom Gucci jacket looking like a totally complete queer. And, uh, <laughs> and Owens says, there is no society that can survive without <laughs> strong men. I've just got to mention this, Austin. There's no society that can, that can survive without strong men. Owens31 wrote on Twitter in response to the photo of Styles, who with the cover became Vogue's first solo male cover star. The East knows this. In the West, the steady feminization of our men, at the same time that Marxism being taught to our children is not a coincidence, it's an outright attack. Bring back manly men, says Candace Owens. The tweet has racked up more than 94,000 likes as one Monday evening, but most likes response from actress and filmmaker Olivia Wilde, who's another weirdo, has over 110 likes and reads, You're pathetic! Okay, so that means Oliver, Olivia Wilde has more responses saying, You're pathetic. So now we really, really believe that guys can wear dresses, and this is where we are now, right? But Owens, who previously served as a communications director for the right-leaning Turning Point USA and is a relatively recent supporter of Trump, said she refuses to take back her words. Since I'm trending, I'd like to clarify what I meant when I said bring back manly men. I meant bring back manly men. (laughs) Terms like toxic masculinity were created by toxic females, real women don't do fake feminism. Sorry, I'm not sorry. So I got her. I'm starting to really like Candace Owens. I really am. She's she's pretty slick, and um, I'm really happy that she's out here calling out these these gay guys. Well, they're not. This guy's not gay. He just wants to dress like a gay guy. And, and guys, ask yourself a question: Would you follow a guy wearing a dress into battle? 
I mean, just honestly, would you would you would you really do that? Would you get? He's got a little mini skirt on. He's got a he got his little pumps on, his heels on, and he's you know he's carrying a little you know two two three, and and he's going oh gosh oh gosh, and he's running and trying not to step on you know mud, and all of a sudden he goes, I'm going to take you guys in the battle. Follow me. The answer is no. She's right. We need manly men. We need we need men like we had in World War Two. But that's right. They learned about that, didn't they? They learned about those boys that were willing to storm the beaches of Normandy. Some of the boats that landed, every single person was killed. They learned that these guys still kept coming, kept coming, kept coming. And they found out real quick we had to feminize the men of the United States. We had to get the university system to feminize them. And we had to get them on BPA, basphenol A, the plastics, these estrogen mimickers, to get this testosterone out of the system. We had to start putting them on all kinds of chemicals and hormones. We had to sissify the men of the United States. So here we are, men wearing dresses on the cover of Vogue. Yeah, nice, nice. Austin, what do you think, bud? Yeah, I don't even know really where to go much of that. I think I think you covered that pretty well. But also, too, in other news, this is interesting, is we've seen that Philadelphia has become a very crime-ridden area over the years, and including the rioting that happened this year. But on top of that, there's also been significant gun crime. Now, it's interesting about this now, this is now a news article that's coming out showing that the Philadelphia Sheriff's Office is now claiming that they're missing over 200 firearms. Philadelphia Sheriff Raquel Bella addressed the matter this week, blaming the lost guns on the previous Sheriff Administration. And what's interesting, they said they are trying to find the whereabouts of more than 100 duty guns that were unknown, an additional 109 confiscated firearms that are also missing. Now, let me clarify this, put this disclaimer. I don't believe for one second these guns were lost. Let's just clarify that right now. You lose a firearm in a sheriff's department, maybe. Something falls out of a truck, something goes missing. I got it. You may lose a firearm. Somebody was negligent. Got it. Maybe second one, maybe a third one. 209 firearms? You don't lose that many firearms. Obviously, these weapons have been funneled out of the sheriff's department into whatever nefarious place they have now gone. Remember, they have to keep the gun violence going in a lot of these inner cities. They have to keep the narrative going of there's more violence, there's more gun violence, we have to bring in more restrictions. This is the same reason why the ATF intentionally transferred over 2,000 machine guns and 50 caliber rifles to the Mexican drug cartel through Operation Fast and Furious under the Obama administration. They claim they did straw purchases, meaning they wanted to see where the fire firearms are going to go so they could track them back to the cartel. We now know that is a complete and total lie. They intentionally transferred these weapons in some type of off-books deal to make sure the Mexican drug cartel was well enough armed. We saw this exact same thing happen at the beginning phase of the Iran-Contra affair when weapons were being smuggled primarily through individuals like Barry Seal back down to Colombia instead of going to where they were supposed to go. So when I see stuff like this in Philadelphia, I call BS, but I also call this is why everybody needs to remain armed if you can legally do so. Make sure you have the ability to defend yourself, because when these criminals 
that are basically sitting and lurking in the shadows in these cities and these towns all across the country. We already saw what they started to do in a warm-up session at the beginning of the year and throughout the whole summer. We already saw that. We know what they're planning on doing. Now, I don't find it coincidental whatsoever the fact that we have this election that is a complete and total farce now as far as this theft. These two things are going to culminate into a big event, by the way. A lot of people just kind of pushed it to the side, oh, this and that. This is going to turn into a huge event. It's just brewing still. You have the vaccine that just rolled out. You have massive lockdowns that just came into place. You have all these other things that are occurring. They're going to culminate into a massive event, in my opinion, at the end of the year or by the beginning of next year. This is why I've continually told everybody, make sure you stay prepped. Make sure you have adequate food that you don't have to go to the store for a couple weeks if you don't need to. And you can stay self-sufficient. Make sure you have some stored water. Make sure you have some backup vitamins, especially if you need some for immune system, blood sugar, and so forth. There is going to be something that's coming on the horizon, and anybody that has basically brains can see it coming on the horizon, and we see the writing on the wall, so to speak. Also, too, though, in a positive, a positive story, a case out in Houston, which is interesting, an individual, a Jay Dariga, 44 years old, was arrested months ago, basically for lying on a firearm transfer that he had never been committed for mental illness. Okay, so he lied on it, and he was basically subsequently arrested. He had been he had been committed numerous times for mental illness. Now he also was charged for felony possession of a bump fire stock. Ah, okay, now I got everybody's attention. This is one of the first cases we've seen where somebody was actually charged with felony possession of a bump fire stock. Well, great news. Unfortunately, he still has been convicted for the lying on a firearm purchase because he had been committed for a mental illness. The felony charges for a bump fire stock possession were completely and totally dismissed. They were no-billed this week. What happened was the prosecuting attorney, the federal prosecutor, dropped the charges for the bump fire stock. Retired ATF agent Rick Vasquez. This is this actually an ATF agent that I can agree with something he says, even though he's retired. I can actually agree with this. He put a sworn affidavit and said he would testify under oath that unlike machine guns, bump fire stocks require the shooter to make contact with the trigger each time the round is fired. His testimony convinced the prosecuting that they would be unable to prove that the bump fire stock is a machine gun despite the illegal ATF ruling in 2018. The prosecuting attorney said if something doesn't meet the definition of machine gun, it's not a machine gun and there's no amount of wishing or passing rules that can change it. We are no longer going to pursue this case. Now, this is a huge precedent. I'm going to tell you guys right now, all my firearm lovers on this show right now, this is a huge precedent. Now, we'll see if they try to come back and do another charge on him for this, but I don't think they will. They're trying to make this go away. This is like a, like a furball. They want this to disappear. This is why nobody in the mainstream media has talked about this whatsoever. Guns America is one of the only websites that's been reporting on this, and another local station in Houston has brought it up. But this is a huge precedent, my friends, and a win in the fact that the prosecuting attorney is saying, Bump fire stocks are not fitting the description. 
retired ATF agent is saying, bump fire stocks are not a machine gun. You cannot even try to figure out how to prosecute this because there is no legal way to do it. So kudos to this attorney, kudos to this ATF agent. You will rarely ever hear me say that. But kudos to these guys for standing up for this and making sure that they didn't try to just prosecute this based on fabricated evidence that the ATF put forward and that they actually said, okay, we're done, we're dropping this. Huge precedent for future charges and huge precedent to try to get this later dropped in the future because there's still one last remaining case before the U.S. Court of Appeals in the Tenth Circuit, which is still here to challenge the ATF's ruling before the full 12-judge panel. What do you think about that, Dan? Well, it's absolutely great news. I mean, the whole thing with, remember, Donald Trump brought us the ban on bump fire stocks. This is Donald yep. Trump did this. Just thought I'd mention that real quick because we all like to pretend like he didn't do anything wrong. Well, I don't pretend that, but a lot of people do. By the way, parents are now suing a school district for transgender lessons, bullying family members for following religious convictions. This is parents of the Superior Elementary School in Superior, Colorado, which has become an unbelievably liberal nightmare state, are suing. It's a beautiful state, so it's a shame this has happened to it. They're suing the school district for imposing the transgender ideology on their children, despite the family's objections based on their religious convictions. The Denver Post reported on Lewis and Brecken Jones, who say they are Christians. Well done. And their lawsuit, which is based on the Boulder Valley School District's handling of their formal complaint about the transgender program and the insult on their religious liberties and parental rights. Guys, it goes right back to these guys that are the transgender pushers wanting us to become hermaphrodites. It all goes back to Kabbalah again. And you go, it always goes back to these guys. It really does. It really does always go back to these guys because they handle the central banks and they run the planet and they want to turn us all into a bunch of weirdos. Just thought I'd mention that. By the way, the uh, Breitbart now has an article that says the endless war in Afghanistan will continue regardless if we have a U.S. troop reduction. <laughs> this is so funny. I don't mean I don't mean funny as in laugh about it, okay? This is, this is ironic. Uh, well, it's just stupid what it is. A NATO Secretary General, Jens Stoltenberg, responded on Tuesday to reports of the U.S. troop drawdown in Afghanistan by resolving to continue the NATO mission into its third decade. The price for leaving too soon or an uncoordinated way could be very high, he warned. So what you're saying is if we leave too soon, they may start raising poppy again and slinging dope. Uh, no, no. So what you're saying is that we may be able to have the entire world try to be addicted to poppies if we leave too soon. No, no. What he's saying is that NATO is committed to the production of heroin and the funding of many of the NATO nations through their lily pad bases where C-130 planes land and the payoffs to the government officials to continue to sling $1.5 trillion in heroin out of Afghanistan and this will continue. That's what he's trying to say, but he does a pitiful job doing it. But he's being very clear now that this endless war will continue in Afghanistan even if troops of the United States come out because someone has to guard the poppies. Someone has to transport the poppy and the heroin. And we have to have these troops there to maintain order, order of the poppy production. Unbelievable. Oh, by the way, Austin will be on Hagman tonight. So you guys listen to Austin tonight. He's going to do another great job. Hey, I love you guys. We had a great prayer time again this morning, and we prayed for you guys again. And I appreciate you. I appreciate your support. And, you know, how many... 
of you continue to support us is basically allowing us to stay on the air. I mean, I'm looking at Chuck Baldwin's website now, now for almost a week. I feel awful for him. I'm going to try to call him in a minute. But guys, thank you for getting your vitamins, your multiple vitamins, your deodorant, your toothpaste. You say, well, it won't make any difference if we buy our multiple vitamins from you or buy our toothpaste or buy our deodorant from you. Well, number one, we're going to sell you deodorant without aluminum in it. That's really good. Number two, we're going to give you toothpaste without fluoride in it, which is really, really good. And number three, we're going to give you a really high-quality multiple supplement. And when you do this, you support the show and allows broadcasts like this to continue. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Please pray for us because we're getting the word out and the message out in a way that most people aren't. Austin, go ahead and finish it up, and I'll talk to you guys on Monday. Have a great weekend. Yes, guys, and thank you again for the support of Health Masters. Let us know if you need anything. The product of the week, EyeSight, you guys voted it won. Great product, really helps support healthy eye structure and function. Uh, really, really good formula. A lot of people get response back from it, especially when you start getting in that 40, 50-year-old range uh, where, you know, eyesight starts to decline slightly. This product really helps to pick that up, so be sure to check it out on the website on sale. Also, check out the Magnesium Brain Food on super sale right now, along with multiple kits and buckets and meat buckets, all kinds of stuff on the website right now. Stay prepped, my friends, and stay ready. There's a lot of stuff happening in the near future, and that's why I just encourage everybody, continue continue, continue to get the truth out there, to speak your mind and stand your ground and stay prepped. Keep exercising, keep eating clean, keep your immune system strong, stay frosty for everything that's going on right now. Thank you for the support. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. Enjoy your weekend. Have a blessed weekend, and we'll talk to you again on this show Monday as always.